A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. And what should one focus on Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are not the same thing. In the minds and the eyes of many, they are the same thing, essentially. Rosh Hashanah is Yom Kippur uh, without a fast, and Yom Kippur is Yom Kippur with a fast. In other words, many people view Rosh Hashanah as a time for being concerned with one's own spiritual and physical material well-being in the present and the future, perhaps also about one's portion of the world to come. The focus is very much on the individual, and, and this, I've pointed out in the past, is a mistake, because if we look at the tefiloth, the prayers, the essential uh, nusach, the text of the prayers that we have from very ancient times, going back to the days of the Mishnah, and even before the time of the Mishnah. We're talking about tefiloth that were formulated 2,000 years ago and, and, and well before that, in fact. If we look at these tefiloth, we find that there is no mention of the individual doing teshuvah. There is no discussion of uh, punishment or reward for the individual. All of the tefiloth that we find, the essential tefiloth that we have from the Chachamim, from the uh, from Chazal, the Chachamim of the Mishnah, the Talmud, all those tefiloth speak about the fact that it is Yom Hadin in a global, universal sense in the sense that Hashem examines His world, takes stock of the situation, and plots out the course for the coming year. This is the essential message and the essential concept of Rosh Hashanah, that Hashem is the King, the Master of the universe, and He examines His creation, uh, although He does so all the time, but He does so more particularly, more intensively on Rosh Hashanah, and plots the course and plans out the uh, events for the coming year. It is true that this also has an impact on every individual because the world is made up of individuals. And therefore, all the hashkaha, all the providence that Hashem injects into creation, uh, finds its way into the world by way of the actions of and the thoughts of, of individuals. But the, uh, the picture, the... the uh, Perspective is a national one. In fact, it is a universal one. It, ha it takes into account the entire world, all of humanity, and particularly Klal uh, Israel, the situation, the state of affairs of the Jewish people now and in the future. This is the essential message of Rosh Hashanah. If we find in, in the Sidurim, used by different edoth, uh, different uh, groups within the Jewish people. If we find today in the Sidurim uh, Piyutim different liturgical poems and statements which seem to stress the individual uh, repentance or the, the, uh, the result of Yom Hadin for the individual, 
these are later developments which we are not reflected in the essential nusach of the tefillot, the essential formulation of the tefillot that we have going back to very ancient times. There the uh, emphasis is clearly not on the individual, but rather on Klal Yisrael, on the Jewish nation, as an historical, uh, philosophical, uh, spiritual entity that exists uh, in time and in space, but over all of time and all of Hashem's created world. In other words, the Klal Yisrael is not just the Jewish people in one generation, in a given generation. Klal Yisrael is the Jewish people for all time, throughout all generations. And it is Klal Yisrael that is the vehicle for Hashem's machinations and Hashem's plan for the world. And this is the essential message of Rosh Hashanah. And we find a very clear and unequivocal uh, statement in the Talmud, in the Talmud Bavli, uh, an halachic statement, which proves this point conclusively. In the Mishnah, in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, in the last chapter, we find the statement that one does not mention in the Pesukim, the many verses that we quote in the Musaf Tefillah, the additional Tefillah of Rosh Hashanah, which is, as we know, a very long Tefillah, in which there are three special Barachoth, uh, Mal- Malchiyoth, Shofaroth, and Zichronoth. Uh, these special tefillot, these special brachot, uh, include many pesukim that we quote from the Torah, from the Nevi'im, and from the Ketuvim, from the different parts of the Bible. And the Mishnah states that we do not quote, we are not allowed to quote in, the, in these prayers uh, a pasuk that speaks about a zikaron shel pur'anuth. In other words, uh, a pasuk which speaks about Hashem remembering the evil deeds uh, of in the world of, of humankind, of, 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 of the Jewish people, and thus remembering uh, to punish them and to meet our judgment for their evil deeds. This we do not mention in the Tefiloth. We only mention Zikaron Tova. We only mention Pesukim uh, that speak of Hashem remembering us for the good. And then in the Talmud, it goes on to say, this is in Rosh Hashanah, the Talmud Bavli, Daflamad Beth, Hamud Beth, 32b. It states explicitly, and this is a halakha quoted in the Rambam, in the third chapter of Ilkhoth Shofar, and quoted in the Shohan Aruch. The halakha states, En mazkirim zikaron shal yahid wa'afilu latova. We do not mention any pasuk, even though it is uh, speaking of a zikaron latova, that it speaks about Hashem remembering a person for the good, for the better, and rewarding him, if it speaks of the individual and not of the Jewish people as a whole, and not of the world as a whole, we do not mention that pasuk. This is the statement of the Gemara, and there is no argument, no discussion about this whatsoever. In fact, it's such a plain and straightforward statement that uh, having examined many of the Farshim on the Gemara, I have discovered that almost no one even looks, speaks about it or says anything at all about this statement. It's so self-evident. And why is it so self-evident? Because the essence of Rosh Hashanah is not about the individual. The essence of Rosh Hashanah is about the Jewish people, about the world as a whole, about creation, and about being in step with Hashem's wishes and desires and plans for the world. And only by looking at things through that prism can the individual find find his own direction and his own reasons and motivations and um, possibilities for improving himself in the coming year. Do we not speak about Aseret Yamea Teshuvah, thus including Rosh Hashanah in the 10 days of repentance? How does this fit in with the ideas just mentioned? There is in fact no 
contradiction between what we just said and the fact that we speak of ten days of repentance, which therefore means from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, and thus includes Rosh Hashanah. It is not that a person should not think about Teshuvah as, uh, with regards to himself on Rosh Hashanah. That also is a positive and correct uh, matter to ponder, to think about, to uh, consider on Rosh Hashanah. But that, that uh, introspection has to come from the perspective, as I said a moment ago, has to be seen through the prism of being in step with and doing Hashem's work in the world, being in step with Hashem's plan for the world, and thinking in terms of how a person can further Hashem's plans and how a person can better serve the Jewish people and humanity, and thus further Hashem's plans in the world. That is the essential motivation and background to the individual's teshuvah, and therefore, uh, it all begins from the cloud, from the general overview, and not from the individual's na- the narrow individual and selfish perspective. This is a, a great and important uh, matter regarding the essence of Rosh Hashanah, and this is unfortunately often misunderstood or overlooked. And therefore, let, let us take note of what the tefilot, the essential tefilot, the essential barachot that we speak of, uh, that we say on Rosh Hashanah, let us see what they speak about and let us take our cue from the tefillah. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Bar Chaim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon, Nusach Eretz Yisrael, or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.